Oh, we're back. <laughs> we're back. Welcome to another episode. We are going to talk about our jobs and kind of more in depth on what we do as our career. Um, we wrote down a couple questions that we're going to go through and just kind of go back and forth on each question and give you a little insight of the two pretty different but in some ways similar career paths that we're on yeah and like you have two you're an esthetician but you do two different like yeah so yeah I guess we should both say we both have two different jobs yeah and I'll kind of like explain which each one looks like but they're both in the same industry yes one I'm working for somebody one I'm self-employed yeah same with you yeah same with me So, so yeah so I'm just gonna start with what is an esthetician so an esthetician is oh my gosh I tried to explain it earlier but I know this is actually guys it's is our second like, time recording this because something got something messed happened. up the first time we, have, we had to restart this episode so now I'm like okay I need to like shorten it so an esthetician you basically go to school to help people with their skin and their basically aesthetic needs aesthetic look um so you can you can go into school and you learn a bunch of different things waxing um lashes oh my gosh (laughs) waxing lashes uh skin like specifically skincare like skin histology like how your skin functions um makeup application which i also do makeup for bodybuilding competitions um and yeah or go go into more like the medical aesthetics like i am like lasers dermatology i worked at a dermatology office um so yeah there's a bunch of different areas that you can go into but what i am specifically focused on is like your the skin the histology of your skin the science of your skin and specifically acne so I really like treating acne um getting to the root cause of acne and just helping people feel more confident in their skin specifically their face so yeah what's your job um I have two like you oh yeah (laughs) Um, So the first one is I'm a physical therapist assistant, and um, what people don't know is that a physical therapist assistant works under a physical therapist, just like a physician's assistant works under a physician. So we can do a lot of the same things. Um, A physical therapist does evaluations and discharges, and then a PTA focuses on the treatment aspect. Mm-hmm. So if you come into a physical therapy office, a physical therapist a lot of the time is going to evaluate you and then you'll see them or you'll see a physical therapist assistant for your treatment piece of it. Um, the other thing that I do is online coaching and personal training. Um, so these two go hand in hand. They're both in like the wellness and health and like physical body fields. One working in physical therapy as making somebody feel better from a specific injury or trauma or insult or surgery. And then, you know, personal training is making people look, feel, perform better. And then online coaching is personal training in an online space. So same thing, just remote, you know, personal training, I feel like is more for the 
extra accountability or if somebody is performance-based and needs help with their exercise form or I always recommend personal training in person to somebody who has never worked out before, needs that help, needs to learn how to lift weights. And then online coaching is more for people who already have that piece down Mm -hmm. and just needs like that accountability or that nutritional coaching, which is what I do like encompasses there. Yeah. Which as you were just talking, I thought about it. We're like so similar because we have, we work for somebody like, you know, like our main job, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we do like at a different place, our own business. And then we both also have online aspects to our businesses as well. That's so crazy. It's not crazy. I just thought about that. Oh my gosh. Because I have like my online course and I do like online consultations and then also sell like my skincare products through online. And so like I'm reaching not only people that are local but also people who may not be able to come to me in person for treatments but i'm still teaching them how to treat their skin yeah absolutely yeah so i thought that was interesting yeah um okay our next question is why did we choose these fields so i kind of just like stumbled upon this field i feel like five years ago it skincare wasn't really like a thing like I didn't even know what an esthetician really was I feel like social media has really blown up the idea of like skincare and like taking care of your skin and stuff so it's changed so much even from when I went to school but I went to school just kind of on a whim I was working at a really shitty coffee stand job and I just wanted to change and one of my friends was like going to tour the beauty school and she was like I think I'm gonna go to school to do lashes and I was like I think that would be so fun and I was getting my lashes done at the time and getting like waxes so I like kind of knew what an esthetician was but I didn't know really where else to take it um and once I got into school I learned more about what I could do and I was like I think that'd be so cool to be in like a dermatology or med spa someday and do more like advanced things because i didn't really want to just stay doing like waxing and facials and stuff like that so um yeah I kind of just like got into the career got my foot in the door and then from there I kind of like explored different options and the reason I kept exploring different options was because at the core I really like helping people and really like I love makeup and beauty and living healthy and stuff and I feel like just all my knowledge, um, because before I went to assistant school, I started getting my personal training certification, but I never finished until later. But so I think that kind of started my like wanting to help women and like help them just be more confident in themselves, really. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I feel like we both have that in common with both of our jobs. Yeah. Why did you choose PTA? Um, So way back forever ago, because I'm old now, (laughs) um, I tore my ACL playing soccer. And I didn't really like know what I wanted to do when I was in high school. Like a lot of people, like some people have it set that they want to be a doctor or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know. Yeah, I wanted to be a labor and delivery nurse. (laughs) So funny how things change. I know. (laughs) But um. So I tore my ACL 
and meniscus. I had surgery and then I went to physical therapy and I was like, oh, this is like kind of a cool job. You just help people with exercises all day. Yeah. And like help people feel better. Mm-hmm. So I had that like in my head. And I'm going to go into why I do both jobs because it's all part of the same story. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got into fitness because when I tore my ACL, I went from playing soccer like every single moment of every single day to doing nothing. And I gained a lot of weight and I was very unhappy with what I looked like. So then I got into fitness. And when I lost weight, I was like, man, like I wish I could help people feel better about themselves. Mm-hmm. So I was when I was going to school like college and I originally want to be a psychologist because that's what my sister does oh and I like it's always been like helping people I've always wanted to just help people Mm -hmm. but as I got into college I got more into fitness so I changed my degree to exercise science and with that you can do personal training Mm -hmm. you can do physical therapy so I knew that like I wanted to do something in that realm and um So really at the core, it's like just helping people. And Mm -hmm. I ended up in as a PTA because when COVID came and took away our jobs, as like all of our jobs, yeah, you know, like I was like, okay, well, I need a job that I can do regardless of what happens because I don't want to build a whole personal training business and then have it taken away from me again. Exactly. So that's actually when I turned in my application to physical therapist assistant school because I was like, they're still working. Exactly. So it's like, I like it, but I love fitness, but it is definitely like, I hate saying this, but it's like that safety net. Yeah. But I also enjoy it. Same. So, yeah. like, same with the med spa. Yeah, it, it's like a consistent hourly paycheck. Yep, every week, and then then I have my business. But they both go hand in hand, and I think it helps a ton of making me not be so burnt out on doing the same thing every single day. Yes, yeah, same. Because I, I get bored the, very easy. Yeah, yeah, me too. And I have like more creativity with my own business because I can like do what I want on my posts and my like all my services and stuff and I don't have to like follow someone else's structure of doing things yeah totally yeah cool I feel like that's really similar to me too that's so funny <laughs> okay what is the favorite part of your job hmm. we should do favorite and least favorite yeah because every job has those oh my gosh I should have thought about this before the favorite part of my job, besides the, like, fact of, like, helping people and, like, seeing people's lives literally change and, like, being more confident, one of my favorite parts of the job is, oh, my gosh, I don't even know. I honestly think just exposing myself to so much knowledge and just like learning more is my favorite part of my job. There's literally, it's never ending. There's so much to learn about your body and your skin and how it connects. And I think my, I think that's my favorite part of my job. Yeah. I mean, it's just learning more. Makes sense. Yeah. And I feel like there's different aspects, like, cause that's one yeah. of my favorite parts of both of my jobs is like, yeah there's always that need to know and want to know more yeah. and it's like never ending like 
just like with your job, like we're both in medical. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it's like I can learn about a shoulder injury. I can learn about a knee injury. I can learn about concussions. I can learn about hospital stuff. Like there's so much that I can learn about. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like it's that need to always improve. Like mm-hmm. we're not going to be we could be stagnant in our jobs, but as long as we continue to improve and apply ourselves and learn more, like, yeah, there's always that aspect. So it's also one of my favorite parts of both yeah. of my jobs is I can yeah. always learn more. You know, I went from being a personal trainer. Actually, I taught CrossFit to start, which is crazy. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, going from that to my personal training certification, getting my bachelor's degree mm-hmm. to now I work on like functional hormonal health. I work on nutrition. Yeah. I work on, you know, very specific things. Like I train people who compete in bodybuilding. I train people who mm-hmm. compete in powerlifting. So it's like, yeah, there's so many aspects of the job that if I get burnt out on one aspect, I can always move to the next. Just like, yeah, true. I work in outpatient physical therapy, but then I can also like, if I get burnt out or bored of that, I can go work for skilled nursing. I can go work in a hospital. So there's like, yeah, true. Always things, yeah, changing. Yeah. So, what's your least favorite part of your job? Oh. Uh, in a way I feel like my least favorite part is dealing with people I was literally just gonna say that I'm not but I'm like do I want to say this because like our job (laughs) is to help people I know but like so I just like the other day I had a patient that was just being so rude to me Mm -hmm. and I'm like just go home like you're here for like this expensive prestigious like aesthetic treatment that you paid for why are you being mean to your service provider yeah i'm just like i think yeah my least favorite part is dealing with the mean people and i feel like with my job too because it is aesthetic and it's not covered by insurance these people have a lot of money and part of that comes with people that are not very nice Mm -hmm. because they look at i mean i'm sure a lot of them look at me as like oh like you're just providing my service and like they look down on me almost yeah so I'm like yeah I don't like that that's like my really my only complaint about my job I say I have a couple mean people because I work in two totally different like yeah aspects so yeah my least favorite part of my PTA job and this actually goes for both is people who don't want to get better for themselves and you feel oh, like you're yes. the one pushing them you want it more yeah, I want than it more do. yeah and yeah. I struggle with that because I do like a yeah. lot of the time I do want it more yeah and, like there's so much that goes into healing that is mental so if somebody like yes, is constantly exactly. negative mm-hmm. and like oh my back always hurts my back always hurts my back always hurts like mm-hmm. then your back's always gonna hurt exactly totally so agree. I feel like that's one of like my least favorite parts mm-hmm. um in personal training I would say the flaky ass people yes. like that is my least favorite part and that goes hand in hand with like me wanting it more than them exactly. but it's like the last minute cancellations the no shows yeah I deal with that at the people not too. sending their check-ins and like mm-hmm. I feel like I'm calling people out but also like people not checking in on time like that's really frustrating well, it's like if they're paying you to be their coach like you have to get on them about that. Yeah, and you have to want it. 
Yeah. Like, I can't want it more than you do. Yeah. And you also have to be, like, accountable. So. Yeah. I could go on about that forever. (laughs) It's funny because it's so similar. It is super similar. Like, our are so similar. Yeah. But, like, different. Um, okay. Favorite, least favorite. Um, I feel like you kind of covered what is a fitness coach. Yeah, I could go into it a little bit more, but because, like, a lot of people think, like, when they see personal trainers, like, that they're just, like, these mean, yelling people that, like, make you do stuff you don't want to do. Yeah. people in the gym. And, okay, I do make my clients do things they don't want to do. You're going to do... yeah, out of your comfort zone. Yeah, you're going to do split squats. You're going (laughs) to... You're just going to do things that you don't like. Like, that's part of the game, but... Also, like, I feel like a fitness coach is, like, we just talked about, we hold you accountable to your goals. We help you set goals that are attainable. Mm -hmm. And, like, I don't know if you've heard of SMART goals, but, you know, specific, measurable, attainable, timely. Like, we help you set very doable goals. Yeah. Um, Let's see. I teach exercise. I teach form. I teach... Like, and I'm very picky with form, very specific, especially when it comes to, like, lifting. Yeah, Um, which is important. I do a lot of nutrition coaching, and that is, like, building new habits around nutrition, teaching people how to track their food, teaching people the importance of protein and macros and building better relationships with food, better relationships with carbs specifically, like... yeah. I teach people, like, I work on mindset. So it's, like, a fitness coach is so much more than just a personal trainer. Yeah. Um, And you get that, too, because you also... Yeah, I was going to say that's really similar to almost, like, how I do, like, my acne coaching. Mm -hmm. And it's very, like, it's not just you're coming in for treatments. It's, like, I'm, like, telling you what's causing your acne and, like, how to fix it and, like... um, Again, like setting goals, mm-hmm. going over nutrition, going over like your daily habits, your mindset, like literally coaching them through whatever they need help with. Yeah. And both of our jobs like deal with stress. So like I do oh, yeah. hormonal like um, and functional coaching, which means I deal with like thyroid issues and mm-hmm. sex hormone issues and help yeah. people fix that. And yeah like the root and I bet you see this with acne is stress is such a big part of that dysfunction so we work with people on stress management and Uh routine and doing things that people enjoy because we all go through life and it's like we're just going through the motions so it's like we both coach people through that Mm -hmm. so intentional yes what they do and yeah yeah I like that okay um do you have anything else to add fitness coach um I think like another part of it is like I hold people accountable which I said but like that involves like checking in with me or showing up to in-person appointments Mm -hmm. um I write people exercise programs I also teach like in-person all women's group lifting which is one of my favorite parts of my job because like seeing the light bulbs go off for them like Mm -hmm. is super cool like when they learn something new or when they finally are able to deadlift with the bar or, you know, squat 135, like that's super cool. So, um, yeah, I like the, I like the community aspect of like group training. Yeah. I really like that. 
and it holds it holds them more accountable, accountable too yeah they're like homie where are you at like yeah. why didn't you come and to class like yesterday creating those relationships yeah. with everyone and yeah, yeah. like that but I, I think i covered that one okay um next question what is a med spa so um so i work at a med spa and i work at a salon and so with the med spa that i work at we just do services that you can only do if there is a doctor overseeing your practice and so we have a medical director we have a great um i believe she's a nurse practitioner um so she is our medical director and she's not in office she we're basically we're using we're working under her license to perform certain services and so there i do laser hair removal ipl which is a laser for your face and then the radiofrequency microneedling we also offer injectables like um, botox filler things like that which you need a, you need to have like a medical director to get um and then also other services like the m sculpt neo and we're getting actually more into like women's health and so um like pelvic floor strengthening um like intern intervaginal microneedling and just like helping women who um you know after like childbirth and like oh my gosh things we like that too. totally go into a whole episode oh my god that. we totally should because yeah. i'm so excited for like that direction we're heading um so anyways so that's like the med spa and then at the salon is a little bit different obviously i don't have a doctor that i work under like i just the salon is my own business i rent a room there i pay rent I pick my services, I pick my prices, like I do all my own bookings and everything at the med spa, that's all taken care of for me. Um, so at the salon, I just have a little bit more freedom, um, a little bit more like creativity through Instagram, through like specials that I run, um, like the programs that I offer. And so just having that balance of more medical and then more like my own stuff has been a good balance uh oh my gosh <laughs> they can definitely hear that that's okay a fire truck going down the road um so what do you do at the salon like what services do you provide there compared to the med spa yeah so i said my med spa services the salon services i do chemical peels microneedling and dermaplaning which it's so weird because in Idaho, I can do all of that as an esthetician. If I was in Washington, I couldn't do microneedling as an esthetician. I would have to um, be a master esthetician, which, I would, which is more schooling. And I'd have to work in a place that, has, um, that I'm working under a doctor. So I'd have to work at a med spa to do that. Oh, interesting. So like the rules are different for each state. And even dermaplaning, I'm pretty sure the... The law is still in effect for California. Like as an esthetician in California, you can't dermaplane or microneedle. So like it's all like different. So, um, but the reason I work at the salon is because I love doing those services, peels, microneedling, dermaplaning, and I do like acne coaching. So like they come in for like their consultation and then we set out a treatment plan for treatments plus they get my online course and stuff like that too so like yeah that's a whole like 
other service in itself. But um, at the med spa that I work at, we are right next door to a, a day spa and they do like peels, dermaplaning, facials, all that kind of stuff. And so we kind of have like a partnership with them where at the med spa, we can't offer those services. We can only offer the services that you need a medical director to do. Got it. So, um, yeah, that's kind of why I went over to the salon is because I wanted to do those services and we can't do them at the med spa. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I love it. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> um, what does a day in your life look like? Um, for me, so since I work two jobs, I have two really long days yeah. of the week. So Monday and Wednesday, I go to work at the PT clinic, which I do not post a lot about on Instagram for many reasons. Um, okay, I don't post about the med spa on Instagram. Yeah. And I feel like they don't like that. I feel like they kind of get mad at me really so for like mine like i can't post about like patients and like i can't take pictures in the clinic if patients are in the clinic you know so it's like yeah. i don't really post what i do which yeah. is kind of unfortunate because i would like to post like certain things but you know hipaa is a thing and yeah. medical and yeah whatnot so but when i'm at work i literally treat patients usually from when i get there to when i leave and I have paperwork that I have to do because you have to do charting for all medical services yep. provided, um, which is the not so fun part of the job. I hate charting. Yeah. But I work with, like I said before, anything from like low back pain to hip pain to any pain to post-surgery rehab to, um, I don't know, like balance issues with elderly, which is honestly one of my favorite things to do is work with elderly people really yeah it's fun it's a way different dynamic than personal training so I think that's why I like it because it's like way different yeah but I work at the clinic for eight hours and then um sometimes I have a break to like go for a walk or work out in between and then I go personal train for the evening so I work at a gym um called go the distance shout out to them because they're awesome and it's a nice gym and I love it there I've been there for like three years now yeah, because I've been there since 2020, so. Yeah. Um, and then I train people in person, and then I work with um, my group class. That's my last and first, depending on the day. So that's my last appointment of the day on Monday and Wednesdays. And then Tuesday, Thursdays, I do in-person training in the morning. Um, and then I do online coaching, social media, all the back-end business work. Mm-hmm in the afternoon so I work oh, like yeah. at least 10 hour days every day which Jeez. is fine I know it's like I mean that's part of owning your own business though right it's I mean like, right you're and doing all the behind the scenes yeah and stuff yeah, yeah like I, I write it. programs which is the most time consuming is writing like training programs I don't call them workouts because they are training programs people go through phases of training and yeah. nutrition um yeah, yeah. I mean, it's long days, and eventually I hope to not have to do both, but yeah, I like doing it for now, so. Yeah, I feel the same way. Like, I don't want to do both forever, but, like, I'm at a really good balance right now in, like, managing both of them, but I'm, like, I'm not going to get burnt out on one or the other, so yeah. I'm, like, well, I'm 
good how it is right now. Yeah. Yeah. So what does a day look like for you? Um, a day in my life. I work at the med spa Tuesday through Friday. Um, our days aren't super long. Like I get there at 8.30. We're done at 4. So it's like not crazy. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll get there set up for my services for the day and kind of just like see what what's going on um depending on what services i'm doing all um there's like different hand pieces for our machine that i have to switch out depending on like what i'm doing um of course charting i take a lot of photos of each patient and um put them in their chart and just kind of look at those throughout their treatments because most of the treatments we do are sold in packages and so at each treatment we take more photos and just kind of see like their progress um but yeah lots of charting on like the settings that i used on the devices um i don't know if you do this but when i chart if we talk about something like personal i'll put it in there mm -hmm. like yeah i do the same going thing. on vacation and then next time i see them i'm like how was your vacation yeah there's a really funny story i'll tell you after about one of my patients but um yeah and then I mean, before work, I'd try to do my morning routine, go to the gym, pack my food, like things like that. Yeah. Um, but like at work, okay, so I work at the med spa Tuesday through Friday. And then right now I just work at the salon one day a week on Mondays. I've, I've tried working weekends before, but I'm like, okay, I've worked weekends for like three years. So I'm done working weekends. So I only work during the week now. Um, I feel the same way. Yeah. I feel like I need those solid two days yeah because uh, i also work at yeah. the i forgot i work at the clinic on fridays too so oh, okay yeah yeah i train one client then i go work at the clinic and then yeah starting in the new year i'm only working at the med spa tuesday wednesday thursday salon monday friday nice so i think that'll be good i think so too it's and good monday and fridays like if people work four tens they usually have monday or friday off yeah, or they true. can skip out early on work for an appointment so yeah, yeah. So I'm really excited for that change, but yeah, pretty much same thing at the salon. Um, like all my services are like kind of different, but I'll just set up and I still chart there because I've actually, I say I hate charting, but I've actually learned that it's such a great tool to look back at their history and like things that you've talked about, yes. things that you've recommended um, and like just to like follow up on things that they've told you and so I started charting at the salon. Um, again, I take lots of photos. Like I have millions of photos of people on my phone. Yeah. And yeah. like their different pictures from their treatments and stuff. So um, I guess I kind yeah. of like with my online check-ins, that's like a way of charting because it's like I can go yeah, back and look at the previous week true. and see like what we talked about and yeah. what I had them working on. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah um but yeah i mean my days are when they're busy they go by super fast and yeah it's fun yeah i don't really have anything crazy that goes on during my days yeah i hope we don't have anything crazy that goes on during our days because usually it's a medical emergency and well yeah yeah same. i one um, time had a client like go like lights out like oh just pass out during a session that was super scary so days aren't like that 
It's oh my god, the best. It hasn't happened to me yet, but they've told me that. So we use Pronox, like laughing gas, for oh, some okay. of our treatments. Yeah. And yeah, some people go a little overboard with it, and they've had to call the ambulance a couple oh, times. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways. Yeah. Um. Okay. Last little question yeah. on our topic of our jobs is the kind of schooling that we have. Um, do you want to go first? Sure. Um, so I have a bachelor's degree in exercise science. I am licensed in Washington State for physical therapist assistant, um, which means that we went through two years of school. And we took a board exam for licensing, which is really important. You cannot practice as a PTA unless you have that. Um, and then for personal training, I am a certified personal trainer. I have a nutrition certification through Precision Nutrition. Um, I am certified through Scooby Health for functional nutrition, which means that I can work on um, helping through nutrition like hormonal issues and everything that, that encompasses. Um, and then I am currently working on a bodybuilding certification. Mm. So, and that's through NASM. Um, my personal training certification is through the NSCA. So it's National Strength and Conditioning Association, which was a really hard one. And I kind of regret getting it because <laughs> it like was so hard and it requires so much continuing ed, but I also love continuing ed. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and I know with personal training, you don't need credentials, but yeah, I am somebody who believes that if you're going to help somebody with their body and processes, that the minimum amount of work you should do is at least a personal training certification because then you're aware of like the anatomy and physiology, the basic nutritional things. You know, I actually learned a lot about the basics of like... Um the psychology yeah of people's decision making yes. in my NASM course too yeah so I feel like that's really important so just be like aware of like somebody who's not certified at all like we are dealing with people's health and wellness yeah, exactly. so if you have somebody who's not certified and they don't know the basics of that like somebody who did a bodybuilding prep and just wants to be an online coach and take clients like just be aware of their background like if they're a nurse then they're more than qualified to work with you oh, because yeah. they went through a bunch of schooling to get there. But if you're, mm-hmm. you know, working at a Kroger and then you decided to be a bodybuilding <laughs> coach, we don't even have a Kroger here. I don't know why that came to mind. You're working at Fred Meyers or a supplement company and you just decide to be a bodybuilding coach. Yeah, with no <laughs> credentials. Like, oh, it's just one of my biggest pet peeves. Oh, I get it. I get it. Yeah. And I agree, too. Um, technically, in Idaho, you don't have to be an esthetician to do lash extensions. But, like, with schooling, you learn um, sanitation, blood exposure protocols, like, all these things that, like, you should probably know. You're working closely with someone's eye and, like, yeah, there could be so much, like, cross-contamination and, like, <clears throat> so, yeah, just especially with skincare microneedling like all of those are like can do damage yes permanent damage to you your skin 
your eyes like yeah just do your do your research and make sure whoever you're using really for anything like they're actually credential allowed to do it yeah um what was I gonna say I was gonna add something to the to oh wait I haven't talked about my schooling yet yeah okay I was gonna add it before I even said it (laughs) um okay so my schooling did you want to add anything no I don't think so my schooling I am a Idaho licensed esthetician I went to school it was only like six months of schooling um like I was saying earlier, you can you learn all these different things in school and you can really like take them into different directions and learn a lot more and like dive a lot deeper and kind of just like go in different areas of the esthetician world. Um, I decided to go more like medical route, I guess. Um, I also have I'm also a phlebotomist. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't know that. Um, yeah, so at the med spa, one of the services we offer is like a PRP add-on or like, I don't know if you've heard of like the vampire facials and stuff. And so basically I draw their blood, spin it down, get the plasma out and you microneedle their plasma back into their skin. Oh, that's super cool. It helps cool. with healing. It helps yeah, they with, do PRP like, with like joints. Yeah, exactly. Too. Like yeah. they do so the same thing. Very similar. Um, so yeah, I... Just the little things like that I've done to, like, continue my education on things. i also a personal trainer through NASM. Um, what else? I'm, I mean, like, I have, like, microneedling certifications. I have, like, dermal planning certifications. Other kind of, like, um, just continued ed things that I've done. Um, what else? That's pretty much it and again like being licensed to do what you do yeah like you said is important because you were dealing with people's skin and their health and And I do yeah I deal with like blood all day long like other people's blood kind of used to freak me out but now it's just like whatever yeah but um yeah just like being sanitary being clean like especially with like microneedling you're like puncturing their skin with small needles and like if anything is dirty that you're using ew yeah that's disgusting Gross. i'm like a clean freak so um not my house but you know <laughs> it's pretty clean it's kind of clean Both um, of our stuff is kind of thrown all over the place right now um so yeah that's kind of like my schooling uh esthetician school is pretty much like they teach you the basics on to pass your boards Mm -hmm. and it's really up to you how you want to take that and um how much you want to learn after school to be successful yeah I feel like that's the same way with PTA is like school teaches you the basics to be safe to communicate well yeah to pass your boards and then you Mm -hmm. learn everything else like in clinic on what you want to specialize in and all that stuff so yeah and I've really, like, when I first graduated school, I kind of was like, okay, I want to try it all. But over the years, I've really narrowed it down to, like, specifically helping people with hormonal acne. Yeah. And so over the years, I've, like, narrowed down my services. I've narrowed down, like, my messaging, my content, like, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've learned a lot, and I have a lot of back knowledge. I think that's why people trust me because they they can come to me asking like anything. Yeah. 
skin wise health wise like whatever um and yeah i i know a lot about the skin and i think that's really important to like be an expert in your field and like want to keep learning absolutely um and like knowing the clientele that you want to work with too because if you were like doing lashes and you hated it then you want to be as good or passionate about it yeah sometimes you got to cut some things out to like really focus on your niche absolutely yeah i don't think i really have a niche with like personal training um maybe i feel like i have a couple different niches yeah and that like well yeah that's like hard because that is a pretty broad topic yeah because i work with bodybuilders i work with power lifters i work with general Mm -hmm. health weight loss Mm -hmm. um but yeah and and then i added on the functional health piece but i feel like with nutrition if you actually want people to achieve their goals if you don't know anything about hormones then you're never going to help people really achieve their goals in the long run. Yeah, true. So, and probably all, the same yeah, with skincare because it oh, all works yeah. together. Yeah, so. definitely. Yeah. I love it all. Yeah. Which I'll do another episode, whether it's us or just me or something, or like if we get questions, I'd really love to do like a deep dive on skincare and acne and stuff. Yeah. And like, we can do a couple different ones on that. Yeah. So more to come on. Okay. Yeah. All the There's important so stuff. much more to come. So much more. Even just talking about this stuff, I'm like, ooh, we could do like a full episode on like hormones. Yeah. We totally could. Nutrition. Yeah. And yeah. I'm excited. So much more to come, you guys. Okay. I hope that gives you some insight into our lives and our what we do. Jobs yeah. and our careers, yeah. I guess I should say. I don't think I'll. I don't ever want to do anything else, I don't think. Yeah, I... Maybe it'll shift a little bit, but yeah. I feel like the concept of, like, what I'm doing is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Yeah, I definitely... I want to do fitness in some aspect for yeah. ever, because I love it. Yeah. But it might Same. change the... The niche might change. So. Yeah, which is good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye.